Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2486. How much should I have in savings? A guide to financial security by Anika Jindal with adimesave.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. How much should I have in savings? A guide to financial security by Anika Jindal with thedimesave.com. A solid financial foundation is crucial for long-term stability and peace of mind. An adequate amount of savings is critical to building this strong foundation. You may need to save for many goals, including college fees, emergencies, a down payment for your home, and last but not least, your retirement. Hence, determining exactly how much you should have in savings for each can be complex and depends on your situation. How much does the average person have in savings? The average amount of savings for each individual can range significantly depending on various factors, like income levels, age, family size, geographic location, household expenses, and different personal situations. Differing external economic factors like inflation, returns, etc. affect savings levels. According to recent data published on Zipia, the average American household savings is $41,600. However, this number is heavily influenced by a small number of individuals with significantly higher savings than the majority as the median household savings is only a meager $5,300. It's important to acknowledge personal financial situations very widely, and many people have different savings levels based on their circumstances and financial objectives. How to determine the amount of savings you need. Here are the steps you can use to determine the amount of savings you should have. Number one, evaluate your financial goals. To determine how much you should have in savings, you should start by evaluating your savings goals. Determine short, medium, and long-term plans regarding your finances. It can include objectives like buying a house or car, planning a vacation or wedding, retirement funds, etc. When your financial goals are laid out, you can start prioritizing them based on your situation and save accordingly. Number two, determine how much you should save versus spend each month. Usually, it's encouraged to follow a 50-30-20 strategy when determining how much you should save versus spend each month. 
This strategy allocates your monthly income into three categories, 50% towards necessities, 30% towards wants, and 20% towards savings. This allocation may only work for some based on their financial situation. Still, it gives a ballpark to keep you focused on achieving your savings goals. And number three, assess your monthly expenses. You may be earning well, but you need to track your expenses and evaluate them occasionally to achieve your financial goals. It would help if you started this by tracking your monthly costs for two to three months, classifying them as unavoidable and avoidable. You should include all the monthly expenses, including rent, mortgage, insurance, groceries, utilities, gas, entertainment, and monthly payments for any outstanding debts. Tracking your expenses on blank budget printables will help you assess your monthly spending to start eliminating any unnecessary expenditures you've been making and put those funds towards savings. How much do you need in an emergency fund? Having a rainy day fund is vital to a sound financial plan. It provides a safety net to deal with unforeseen expenses related to job loss, unexpected car breakdowns, house repairs, or medical crises. But most of the time, people have a question. How much money should they have in savings for an emergency fund? The popular opinion is to have three to six months of expenses saved in the rainy day fund. But consider building a larger safety net if you have an unstable job or unique financial situation. Age and lifestyle. When setting your financial goals, it's essential to consider your age and stage of life. Suppose you're someone who's just starting in their career. In that case, you should focus on building an emergency fund while paying any educational loan debt. As you move ahead in life, you can shift your focus to building your retirement savings. Also, consider your lifestyle to determine how much you should have in your savings. If you plan to travel around the globe once you retire, you'll need more money saved than someone planning to retire minimally. Debt situation. If you have debt with exceptionally high interest, it's vital to pay off the debt along with saving. Otherwise, the growth of your savings will negate the interest you're paying on the debt. Also, as you pay off your debt, you free up more money towards your financial goals. Reviewing and adjusting goals over time. As your income, expenses, and life circumstances evolve, you must adjust your financial goals accordingly. Your life changes, like a job change, marriage, having kids, etc., impacts your finances, and you should adjust your savings suitably. A timely review of your objectives helps you stay on track and achieve your long-term goals successfully. What are the few ways to save money faster? There are several ways to accelerate your savings and save money faster. Number one, cut back on non-essential expenses. If you start tracking your monthly expenses, you'll notice there are many unnecessary and discretionary expenses that you can cut back on. These can be expenses like eating out, buying coffee, going out with friends, etc. Number two, find new ways to increase your income. It would help if you looked for alternative ways to increase your income. For example, investing your money, picking up side hustles in your free time, or finding new job opportunities that pay you more. Number three, automate your savings. Setting up automatic transfers to your savings as soon as you receive your paycheck helps you achieve your financial goals more quickly. This ensures you'll save a sufficient amount of money each month by giving up the temptation to spend more since you've limited funds in your account. Number four, getting on a budget. 
A budget helps you track your income and how you spend it by allocating a specific amount for each expense you incur during the month. Budgeting enables you to reduce unnecessary expenses and stick to your financial goals. Number five, paying off debt. If you have high interest debt, a considerable amount of your debt payment is going towards interest. It would help if you prioritize paying off such debts to save the money going towards interest. Number six, shop wisely. Using coupons, comparing prices, shopping for deals, and buying generic products can help you save money on everyday expenses. Even though you may save a small amount of money, it adds up eventually. Number seven, take advantage of employer benefits. If available, take full advantage of your employer benefits, such as retirement matching contributions or flexible spending accounts. These benefits can help you save more money over time. And number eight, discipline and consistency. Saving money faster requires discipline and consistency to change your spending habits and stick to your financial plan. How much should I have in savings at different ages? People often need help determining how much they should have in their savings at different ages. Even though any financial expert provides no fixed numbers, Retirement Plan Provider Fidelity Investments has provided a general guideline based on your income level and age. They recommend saving at least one times your income by the age of 30, three times your income by the age of 40, six times your income by the age of 50, eight times your income by the age of 60, and 10 times your income by the age of 67. They make this recommendation assuming you're planning to retire at the age of 67. If you plan to retire earlier than 67, you need to be more aggressive and save more to compensate for the loss of income from your earlier retirement. Conclusion. Determining the amount of necessary savings is a personal process. It depends on factors like long-term and short-term financial goals, income level, expenses, age, lifestyle, and debt. You need to evaluate your current financial circumstances and set your goals to determine the right amount of savings for your situation. Using tools like budgeting, tracking expenses, and lifestyle changes will help you achieve these goals and attain financial stability and peace of mind in the long run. You just listened to the post titled, How Much Should I Have in Savings? A Guide to Financial Security by Anika Jindal with adimesave.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. 
Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. How much you should save is highly personal and not an easy question to answer. I typically don't like guidelines like you should have X amount by X age because life is dynamic. Your income will likely fluctuate and your circumstances, needs, and wants will likely change over time. The way I've approached this question for myself is a bit more fluid. Getting out of high interest debt was number one. And then I focused on building up my emergency fund. While this was happening, I mostly contributed the minimum to my 401k to get the employer match. Once I felt good about my cash reserves, which for me includes emergency fund and any short-term savings goals, I then focused on fully funding my tax-advantaged accounts. Then anything extra went into my after-tax brokerage. My goal was simply to save as much as possible during my peak earning years. These days, if I fully fund my Roth IRA and HSA, I feel pretty good about it. While many financial planners base how much you need on how much you earn, the FIRE movement focuses on expenses as the determining factor. Your financial independence number is 25 times your annual expenses. Once you reach that number in your investment accounts, you're able to live off that portfolio if you so choose. But even this number is pretty tricky because you have to make a lot of assumptions about future expenses. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day, and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.